Hi there, and welcome to another episode of The Imperfect Cheerleader. My name is Jasmine. I am the host, and I was a professional cheerleader in the NFL for five years with the Carolina Panthers, and I loved every moment of it. I had amazing opportunities and experiences and met the best people in the world and lifelong friends. And I'm here to tell you that it's possible for you to make that team of your dreams and you can do it no matter what roadblocks or mindset issues you may be having. I'm here to help you realize that you can do it. I once had that feeling as well. Like, am I able to fulfill everything that it needs to happen to be a professional cheerleader? Well, good thing for you. I'm coming out with a course and it's called Becoming the Professional Cheerleader and it'll be available this summer. And I want you to know that it has everything that you need to know, general stuff that you need to know to make it on a team, whether that's in the NBA, NFL, semi-pro team, what have you. So be on the lookout for that course. I will be posting about it on social media and I want you to just be aware and tell people that you know about this amazing resource that is coming out. Today we're going to talk about people in high places <laughs> in the NBA that you should probably know about on each team. So these are people that you may be asked about during the audition process or on a test or something that you might be asked just in general by a fan or by the coach just in conversation. And you want to be able to join those conversations and answer those questions. So the first we're going to talk about is a general manager. And the general manager for an NBA team is responsible for making those big picture decisions and really responsible for making sure those player negotiations are good for the business and that they stay within the salary range for those players. So general managers have a pretty important job. They really tell the, I mean, they, they kind of handle all of those business operations, the financial operations of a team and the general manager and the president could be the same person depending on the team. But they oversee all of those main, really important operations for the team. Uh, and they're, they're really responsible for putting a winning team on the court, too. And sometimes they, they kind of help with, uh, player decisions and who is getting to be on the team, draft picks, things like that. So now we are going to talk about next is the president of an NBA team. And the president can be similar with, to the general manager. Sometimes they can be the same person or very or work very closely to each other. But they lead the um, operations department sometimes overseeing the talent that is bring that is being brought to a team uh they negotiate salary caps um for the players and 
management and they they are really the person that is involved with the draft prospects uh they are very involved when it comes to who we're being who's going to be on this team for looking into the future of the team how is this pick going to move the business forward so uh, that is what a president does so you should probably know who the president is who the general manager is and next you want to know who the ceo is now the ceo and the president could be interchangeable as well it depends on team to team but they are responsible for the business side overseeing everything from the business side from the marketing from the uh, business operations from the finance point um, from you know communications all of that they oversee every single side of the business and sometimes it's the president and teams don't have ceos now next we are going to talk about what do owners do the owner is probably one of the most public facing people in the organization is usually somebody who is well known in some aspect depending on what they do how they became wealthy it's definitely somebody who has a lot of money because they own the team they provide the capital the funds that are necessary to start the team uh service the team hire people and play in the arena of uh of that team and they are the people that sign your checks um they do a lot of stuff with the president and ceo and they are responsible sometimes for hiring the next level beneath below them which would be that president ceo general manager role and sometimes even the players they have a say in that as well but the owner they can do whatever the hell they want to do for an nba team if they say they want the chairs to be yellow they make the chairs yellow and nobody can say anything about it because they have invested in this team so it's important for you to understand who the owner is and how he contributes to the organization all right now to some of the fun stuff now we got the business stuff out the way the head coach you should know who the head coach is of the team that you are auditioning for for in in the nba that person is going to be at all the games most likely is going to be standing up coaching the team and you should know who that person is they make a lot of decisions based off of the play and how teams execute offense and defense they're the main decision maker for for that you should also know who the assistant coaches are because there's usually more than one assistant coach uh there's probably for each team i would say about 6 assistant coaches and you know every team needs multiple coaches you know head coaches can't always do it by themselves be great if they you know could they could do that but 
with anything, it's always good to have help. So those assistant coaches are there and, you know, they're, they're, they're vying for that head coach role. So you might not need to know all of the assistant coaches, but I would at least know one or two and be able to say, hey, well, assistant coach, blah, 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 came in and stepped in for the head coach for this game. So it's just good to know who the assistant coaches are. And they they may work more on the offensive side or defensive side. So uh, it's just good to know who they are. You should know who the players are on the team. And especially the starting players and their positions. So I feel like the NBA... They like to make stars out of specific players. When I think of the stars in the NBA, I think of the LeBron Jameses, the Stephen Currys, the Kevin Durants, the Draymond Greens, the Ben Simmons, like those, the Kyrie Irvings. Those are the people who the NBA kind of, they they utilize them to, to help with their brand. And so for your team, it's important to know who that person is. And they're probably a starting player because they've been in, they're always in the news and they're always doing something uh, and they're, they're breaking records. So it's also really good to know who those starting players are in those positions. And positions in the, in, in the NBA, you have forwards, you have point guards. So knowing who who plays what position can be key to you answering a correct question uh, based off that team. And unlike the NFL, there aren't that many people on one team. On an NBA team, there's definitely not 100 people on one team. 100 players, at least, (laughs) are 50-something players, at least. So it's not going to be too hard to kind of know who those those key players are it's important to know who the rookies are on an nba team the rookies that are coming in from that that most recent draft they like any rookie they're fighting to prove that they can be an asset to the team and they can put up points on the board and uh help with the team's success so you might not know the team that you're auditioning for that rookie may may became the rookie of the year um so it's important to know who those rookies are on the team and there's not going to be eight 18 rookies that you're going to need to know you would just need to know who from the previous draft was added to that team so if the draft is coming up for the NBA, probably be a good time to watch it and see who certain teams are looking at. So stay in the news. It's important to know the players of retired jerseys for that team. So when I say retired jerseys, I mean the jerseys that are hanging in the rafters in that team's home arena. So that usually means that that person 
was a great asset to the team. Spent a lot of time on that team, had a Hall of Fame career, and really, it's a true honor, honestly, in the NBA to get your jersey hanging in the rafters. And uh, it's if you have anybody on your team that has a retired jersey, then you want to know who that is. And it's easy to kind of just look that up and find out. So knowing those players are important. And often those players are, you know, retired, like I said, retired jerseys. Next, Hall of Fame players. And I'm just saying Hall of Fame players for that team and Hall of Fame players just in general in the NBA. So the retired jerseys, sometimes those people are Hall of Famers. And that would be important to know for your next audition so you can reference it. So that is my take on who you should know on an NBA team. And I thought I did one of these for the NFL, but I will do one of those as well. But I know NBA auditions are coming up. So if you are auditioning for a team, know how is today. Ooh words it would be a great time to as they're going through the playoffs still it's a, it would be a great time to take a look back on their season how did your team do maybe your team is in the playoffs that you want to audition for and keeping up with how they're doing in the playoffs keeping up with what kind of things the dancers are doing and really picking up on that style but yeah take a take some time to research that team and look at the the types of personnel that's on that team from the owner to the players and every day you should be being you should be exposed to that team if you're on social media Follow them on social media, know what's going on in their world and just see how you can learn more about that team. It's very important to know about the team that you're auditioning for. You don't want to walk into an audition and they say, so who's the head coach and how do you think he did last season? You want to answer confidently and you want to be able to Sound like you know what's going on in the organization. So that's important. Just as important as the dances you learn, the performance that you give. And yeah, really do your due diligence. Start now. Auditions are being posted. But at the same time, some aren't going to be posted until after the NBA finals. So it's never a bad time to start with that. And with that, thank you for joining and I hope to see you again next time for another episode of The Imperfect Cheerleader. Have a great rest of your day. Thank you so much for tuning in to The Imperfect Cheerleader podcast. Taking the time to listen while you're busy with all of life's responsibilities means the world to me. 
If you enjoyed this episode, here are a few ways you can support ICP. Number one, hit the subscribe button so you always get newly released episodes and never miss them. Number two, take a screenshot of the episode you listened to and tag at the professional cheerleader on Instagram. We love to repost your tags and shout you out in our stories. Number three, write a review. This is the best way to show your support for the podcast and helps us bring on even better guests, interviews, and topics. I hope you have a wonderful day, morning, or night, wherever you may be, and are continuing to work towards your goals of becoming a professional cheerleader, dancer, or just someone who loves to move. I'll see you later on another episode of the Imperfect Cheerleader Podcast. Remember, stay frosty, friends. Toodles for now.